Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Father Andrew Mattingly. I am a Catholic priest in Kansas City, Missouri, and this is a podcast where I post homilies and random other stuff that I might teach or speak about. Hope you find something useful and maybe even inspiring. God bless you. Today is the great solemnity of Saints Peter and Paul. Uh, in some countries, this is actually a holy day of obligation. Um, it's listed a, among the ten sort of traditional solemnities that would have been holy days of obligation. Uh, few countries still observe it actually as a holy day of obligation, but just to give you an idea of its uh, historical importance, I believe in England and Ireland it may still be uh, a holy day of obligation as well as in a, a few other countries. And tradition has it that Peter and Paul were martyred on the same day, which is part of the reason why they uh, share this feast day uh, together. Um, Peter, because he was not a Roman citizen, uh, suffered a more gruesome death than Paul, who was a Roman citizen. Uh, Just for a little tangential historical lesson, within the Roman Empire at the time, only about 10% of the people that actually lived within the geographical boundaries of the empire were citizens. Being a citizen did not just come from simply being born in that geographical area, it was acquired in other ways. So it was a great privilege to be a Roman citizen. Paul makes use of it in the Acts of the Apostles if you pay close attention when he claims uh, that he wants to appeal to Caesar at a certain point, which only a Roman citizen could do. Um, But it also meant that uh, Paul could not be treated to a crucifixion uh, that was only for non-citizens. So Paul had the privilege of a quick death (laughs) of just having his head chopped off with a sword. So Peter was crucified upside down. Paul was beheaded uh, with a sword. Just a couple quick thoughts as we kind of reflect on both of these most important saints. the ones who sort of laid the foundation for the church uh, after Christ, of course, laid the foundation for the church with their preaching and their blood. Um, one of the things I'll just point out briefly from the first reading uh, is we find in the first reading an image uh, of the church praying for its head, its leader, uh, Peter. So Peter's thrown in prison and uh, an angel is sent to release him. Uh, But Luke, in authoring the Acts of the Apostles, makes a point to say that fervent, fervent prayer was being offered for Peter by the other members of the church. And all throughout church history, prayers for the Pope uh, have always played a pivotal, central role in just sort of the normal life of faith of of every believer. Uh, And so if you do not have a practice of praying for the Pope in some way, shape, or form every day, I would encourage you to add it in immediately. <laughs> There's a good reason that different you know, prayers for the Pope and his intentions are kind of tacked on to the beginning of the rosary often um, and, in, and in other devotions. Because as the head of the church, he both undergoes the most significant spiritual attack of anyone in the church by far, and therefore requires the most prayers. Um, And so if you do not have that 
practice. Today is a good day to imitate the early church and the church down through the ages and adopt in some way, even something as simple as just three Hail Marys when you wake up or go to bed um, for, for the Holy Father and His perseverance. Second thing I want to point out is just as we look at the lives of Peter and Paul, one of the things that stands out is their apostolic zeal, uh, their willingness to preach the gospel even if it meant possible death. Uh, Paul has some particularly powerful examples of this in his life. If you recall at one point in his journeys, he's in Ephesus, and Ephesus had this great temple to pagan god, um, I believe it was Artemis, and, and basically there were some craftsmen that would build little, they would craft little figurines of this goddess and sell them. And because of Paul's preaching, they were losing a lot of business. <laughs> and so they, they stirred up this riot. And there were hundreds, if not thousands, of local Ephesians gathered in the amphitheater in town. And they were about ready to like go hunt Paul down to, to, to kill him. And Paul, rather than running somewhere and hiding, he actually was trying to get into the amphitheater Right? And, and basically the other believers were literally having to like hold him back. They're like, don't do it, Paul. Don't do it. They're going to kill you. He's like, I don't care. Like, I want to I tell them about Jesus. Right? I, I have to get in there to, to preach them. Fortunately, they, he wasn't able to get in because he probably would have been killed. But that was sort of just a, an example of the zeal he had. On another occasion in Jerusalem, a crowd recognizes him as, oh, he's the Jew who's betrayed the faith and is following this Jesus, and they start to beat him. And Roman soldiers come down and kind of rescue him from being beaten to death. But as they're carrying him up bodily, like they're, they're carrying him away from this mob, he asks, he's like, no, no, like, stop, stop, like, put me down. Like, I, let me say a few words to them. <laughs> and he's right there, and he, and he, and he preaches to them about, about Jesus. Um, so this man just did not care uh, one iota what happened to him so long as he had opportunities to proclaim the Messiah, um, to, to proclaim the truth about the only thing ultimately that matters in life. And Peter, you know, had similar examples in his life. Um, so I think as we look at them, uh, and, and they lived in a, a more hostile world than we do currently, although our culture is kind of starting to move in that direction. <laughs> um, as we look at their example, I think we can draw courage from them uh, to an encouragement really to not be afraid, um, to actually look forward to the opportunities we have when our faith is tested and when we're, we're prompted to give a witness in some way. Um, so we can ask their intercession today to help us cast out fear from our hearts um, and to be bold witnesses in proclaiming the gospel.